Welcome to another special episode of BusinessWise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. BusinessWise is intended to be a weekly podcast coming out every Monday morning. However, with recent events, we have elected to add a special episode every Saturday for now until the economic disruption we are all experiencing is under better control. But make no mistake, you, the listener, are a significant factor in getting things under control, so don't think otherwise. In fact, the tools I'm about to share with you are arguably your greatest weapon, not only in ensuring your own survival through these times, but the survival of others around you in a way you can personally and directly contribute to bringing the current scene under control. Most members, to their great detriment, have PR and marketing confused. PR, of course, stands for public relations. I have seen PR people hired and made responsible for, for instance, new customers, which is a product of marketing. I have seen very valid and productive PR campaigns discarded by business owners because, quote, we get no business from it, end quote. Someone's confused. PR and marketing share things in common, for sure. But that does not mean they are the same thing. Da Vinci and Jesse the house painter both used paint and brushes to get their product. But that doesn't make your house the Mona Lisa. Not to denigrate Jesse either, because I don't know if Da Vinci would have done a very good job on your house. But the point is, just because two subjects share the same tools doesn't mean they are the same subject. I'm not going to be able to cover these two vast topics in one podcast, but we'll be doing several of these, so don't worry. Just keep listening. But we may as well start by defining some of the terms and purposes, and I think if we do a good enough job on that today, you will see remarkable benefit immediately in your productivity and expansion. So let's start by defining marketing. Now, this is from uh, two articles from Mr. Hubbard, actually three of them. Uh, This definition has been compiled from these three articles, uh, 1 January 1977, 21 July 1979, and 1 September 1979. Here's the definition. The conceiving and packaging and the moving of a specific product into public hands. It means to prepare and take two and place on the market in such a way as to obtain maximum potential and recompense. The purpose of marketing, now this is very important. So this is the purpose of the activity. The purpose of marketing is to create want and sell something. Bear that in mind. So that's a very specific purpose for marketing, not public relations. The purpose of marketing is to create, want, and sell something. If you wrote that down with letters of fire, you, uh, you could do worse. And then he goes on to say, the essence of promotion and marketing is directing public attention. End of definition. Now, we're going to go in depth into marketing in future podcasts, 
But now, um, but I, you need to know about, enough about this to now understand what we're going to do with this next subject, which is public relations. So here's the definition of public relations. In the field of public relations, and this is a quote from a lecture from Mr. Hubbard dated January the 18th, 1971, he says here, in the field of public relations, good works well publicized is one of the definitions, which they give in a textbook on the subject. That's supposed to be the perfect definition of PR. Couldn't be further from the truth. Effective cause well demonstrated. You see, they need a few little refinements. Then you can make forward progress. I'll run Hubbard. So, first definition. Effective cause well demonstrated. It's a little more complete than just to say good works well publicized. Are you effective? Are you causing things? Is that easily demonstrated? Can see, people see that? Is that visible? Now you're talking about public relations. Getting out there and causing effects and making it obvious that you are. It's well demonstrated that you are. Positive effects. Okay, then he goes on to say this on the 7th of August, 1972. He says here, public relations is causative. To be effective, it must cause something. PR is essentially a communications subject and follows the communication formula. Well, 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 here we are back with our old friend, communication. This subject, public relations, is a communications subject and follows the communication formula. So if you want to, after you've listened to this podcast, review the earlier podcast on the communication formula, that is what you must master and fully understand first before you can become effective in the subject of public relations because public relations is a communications subject. If you're not very good at communications, you're not going to be very good at public relations. On the other hand, if you're pretty well grounded in the subject, it puts you well on your way to becoming effective as a PR or in the subject. And then finally, he says this, the object of PR. Now, remember, object, purpose, there's similar words here. The purpose of marketing is to create, want, and sell something. The object of PR, this is a quote from Mr. Hubbard, the object of PR is persuasion to think either newly or differently or to keep on thinking the same way. L. Ron Hubbard. So now you see we have two very different purposes for two, these two activities. Marketing is to create, want, and sell. And PR is to persuade people to think either newly or differently or to keep on thinking the same way. So PR has a lot to do with what people are thinking. Now, before I get into this next definition of PR, because I'm going to cover a couple more with you, I want to do a little drill with you. I want you to, uh, presumably you're sitting inside somewhere. Maybe you're not actually these days. Maybe you're listening on your phone. But I want you to look around you and see something painted a certain color. Maybe it's your room. Maybe it's a sign. Maybe it's a fence. Take a look at that. 
and ask yourself this question. Let's say the wall was taupe. Ask yourself this question. Why is that wall taupe? Why was that color chosen? Think about that for a second. Did you do that? Okay. I'm going to let you in on why that wall is the color it is, the one that you're looking at. The reason it is the color that it is is because someone had an idea to make it that color. Do you see that? You are looking at a manifestation in the physical universe of someone's idea. In other words, the idea is senior. Look at your floor. Maybe the floor has a carpet on it. Maybe it's gray. Maybe it's brown. Maybe it's a wood floor. Maybe it's tile. Maybe you're standing on a lawn. Okay? You look at that and you go, how come that's brown tile? Well, if you caught on, you now know why. Somebody had the idea, maybe it was even you, to put brown tile on that floor. And that's why you have brown tile on that floor. The idea precedes the reality. It's a very important lesson. Don't forget it. If you see things that are good around you, that's because people have some pretty good ideas. If you see things around you that are not so good, that's because somebody has some not so good ideas. And that's the truth of it. One of the things you should know is that people with bad ideas don't usually promote themselves as having bad ideas, but they have them nonetheless, and they manifest them in the universe. And if you see things that are dominated by bad circumstances or a bad environment, know that the guys with the bad ideas are coming out on top, as hidden as they might be. They don't always stay hidden, by the way. They only stay hidden as long as they can be stopped. The moment they feel, because they're generally cowardly, the moment they feel that their ideas cannot be stopped anymore, that's when they come out of their uh, covert facade. Okay, but don't expect people with bad ideas to wear a sign saying, hey, I got bad ideas. You have to be pretty alert for that kind of stuff and you should know what you're doing uh, in terms of assessing individuals. But again, that'll be another podcast down the road here. But back to the definition of public relations, here is another definition from Mr. Hubbard dating 13 August 1970, and he says here, public relations, a technique of communication of ideas. You got a good idea? You want to see it manifest in the physical universe? Learn the technique of communication of ideas. Learn public relations. It's an incredibly important subject, you know, and it gets, well, first of all, it's been badly abused and misunderstood as a subject, for starters. There's a number of holes in the current subject, which Mr. Hubbard remedies with his research into it. He wrote a whole series of articles on public relations. It's an intensely important subject and one you should know very, very well, but don't expect to learn all that you can learn about it by studying texts from other people because there's a few major pieces missing in the subject which we will cover in a future podcast. But right now I want to just go over what it is 
and then later on we can delve into this some more. But it's a technique of communication of ideas. So you want to get some idea out there? Man, you better learn PR because that's the technique you're going to use. Okay, here is another definition. And uh, one that I think I'll make the last definition here to go over with you on public relations. It's a technique of creating states of mind in different types of audiences or publics. PR can be used or abused. This from 13 August 1970. And we've all seen PR abused. We actually have a term for it in the Harvard Management System, black PR, where PR is used to um, relegate people to the scrap heap, so to speak. We see plenty of that going on. But it can be used very positively to enhance certain states of mind. If you see things around you that need changing or want change or you want to change, recognize one thing. The first thing that's got to change are the minds concerned. You have to change the ideas concerned. Try to change something without changing the ideas first. You're out there, you say, wow, this place ought to be ship shape. Let's go get it cleaned up. You know, let's, let's start. Hey, I just listened to this podcast. We're supposed to clean up our office and make it look posh and clean and neat and welcoming. So I'm going to run around and I'm going to, you know, empty all the garbage cans. I'm going to throw out all these dead plants. I'm going to get these piles of paper over here that I don't know, God knows no one's looked at them in ages. And we're going to at least shove them in a drawer somewhere. And right behind you, somebody else is coming around and there goes another set of tennis shoes into the in basket at reception, you know, whatever, you know, you do your best, but you know, you're not going to change the physical environment. Why? Because you haven't changed the ideas. You've got to change the ideas first. You need to start that little thing, that little campaign with a PR campaign, even something as simple as that, even as simple as putting everybody together and explain to them how we can all prosper better if the place uh, looks clean and neat. You know, that starts with a PR campaign. It starts with a communication of ideas and creating states of mind in different types of audiences or publics. Now, of course, if you're, you're talking about a company well under your control, that's one thing. How about your entire environment, though? How about your community or your industry? You see, now you're going to, that's going to take you to a whole different level. You want uh, people to have a different idea about chiropractic. You're a chiropractor and, you know, there's a certain image or idea that people have about it. Well... Who do you think is going to change that? You will, or you will muster up a bunch of other guys that will, and you'll unite and you will use public relations to do that. Now, I want you to imagine not doing that public relations and just advertising into that community. You didn't change the way people thought about it. You just advertised into it. Oh, why would we waste time on public relations? Why are we going to waste time, you know, buying these uh, uniforms for the local uh, peewee league you know, softball league. Why would we bother with that? You know, we have our name on there. Who cares? I, I don't remember any patient ever walking in here saying, you know, I saw that uniform and I thought, you know, I ought to go see Dr. Jones. No, that's probably not going to happen. But that's not marketing. It's PR. You see, you're getting people to think, wow, you know, that's a pretty decent guy, this guy, Dr. Jones. You know, he believes in kids and believes in sports. And we kind of like that. We're the kind of town that likes that sort of thing. So now there's some effective cause well demonstrated. Okay. Now, this definition uses uh, a pretty fancy word called uh, publics. 
And uh, don't bother studying marketing or public relations if you don't understand the word public. So I'm going to give you a definition from Mr. Hubbard. Public. There is a specialized definition of the word public, which is not in the dictionary, but which is used in the field of public relations. Public is a professional term to public relations people. It doesn't mean the mob or the masses. It means type of audience. This is from an article of 13 August 1970. A public is a type of audience. It's not a mob. And there are nearly an infinite number of types of audiences. And what they're thinking and how they think is of quite a bit of concern to you as a business owner. Uh, yes, of course, you want your patients to think well of you. You want their family of your patients. That's a different public. You want them to think of you, but uh, well of you. But what about your staff? They're your public too. What do they think about you? Uh, they hate you. Well, you better change that idea if you're going to be... Uh, a very successful boss, right? So public relations has its place with that type of audience. And then, of course, you can divide up the public, old definition of public, you know, everybody out there, that's public. You've got old public, you've got young public, you've got teenage public, you've got male public, you've got sports public. They are all different types of audiences. And they respond differently to different messages. Okay, so that brings us to the next definition here. This is a quote from Mr. Hubbard. The thought or significance which the PR person is attempting to convey is called the message, quote unquote. The receipt points of the message are called publics. There are many different publics. These are types or groups who accept differently from other types or groups. It is the task of the PR person to study and separate out the different publics and know what they want or will accept. L. Ron Hubbard. Look at, remember, this is a communication subject. So uh, choosing your publics is the difference between standing on the sidewalk and just shouting to everyone within hearing distance, you know, hot dogs for sale, hot dogs for sale, come and get them, which there is no selection of public whatsoever and is going to make you hoarse. And while it's better than no outflow at all, is not very selective. And then there is the, the interesting exercise of discovering who your public truly is or publics truly are. You know, one of the things I want you to do after this podcast is make a list. Who are your publics? Because this is a communication subject. And in order to direct a communication, you have to have a person or an individual or a terminal to direct that communication to. You don't just shout from the rooftops. You are targeting publics and you have to define who those are. And then you got to figure out, how do I get into communication with those publics? This is all, this is common ground between PR and marketing, but again, PR and marketing have different purposes. Okay, so let's take a look at the word message, because he uses that in the definition. This is Hubbard's definition. The message is the thought or significance which the public relations person is attempting to convey is called the message. 7 August 72. So, we've got a message or an idea. We have an, a, an objective. We want to form a certain idea in certain people. We want them to like us or to think we're, we care, which we do, and we just want to make sure we convey that because remember, this is effective cause well demonstrated. You don't, want to, you don't want to promote something or PR something that you're not, but you want people to know how much you care about them. 
So we want to create this idea. And which public are we aiming for? Well, maybe it's young people or athletic people or whatever. And then you got to figure out how do I access that public? What is my communication line to that public? And what is my message that's going to go over there? Okay. Because here's another definition of message. The communication thought or significance one wants to get across to an audience or public. Message is what you want someone to think about things. It is not a description of things. It is that which communicates a significance. And a significance, for Mr. Hubbard, any thought, decision, concept, idea, purpose, or meaning as opposed to the mass. It's their ideas. That's the significance. Here is a piece of... Uh, uh, wood here. It's got. It's kind of odd. It's got a flat top and four legs. What do, what do you call that thing? It's a chair. What's a chair? Well, it's something you sit on when you're tired of standing. Oh, I get. I get. I get the idea. I get the significance connected to that mass. That's a blooming chair. Okay. So significance, ideas. What are people thinking? What are, what's their concept of you? What's their concept about anything? You're going to influence that with the subject of public relations. Okay, the last definition I want to read you uh, for public relations. Actually, I lied. There is one more definition I want to read you. I think it's particularly relevant today. Howard's definition, the social technology of handling and changing human emotion and reaction. There's quite a bit of that going on these days. Human emotion reaction, definition from Mr. Hubbard. The counter emotions and reactions which aberrated human beings express when they are guided toward survival objectives. Isn't it crazy how you have to sometimes, it feels like you got to drag people into something that, that's good for them. You know, get to the gym or stop eating all that sugar or, you know, can you start to floss, you know, or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you get this blow up, you know, human emotion reaction. It's not rational. It's aberrated. Aberration means a departure from rational thought or behavior. Okay. That's aberration. So human emotion reaction, the counter emotions and reactions, which aberrated human beings express when they're guided towards survival objectives. How do I handle this? How do I get people wanting to work? You know, if we don't work and produce we can't pay anybody. Like, what can, I, what can I do about this? What's my social technology? Public relations. Wow. You see that? You see how important this is? You need to understand public relations. I dare say anybody who is working in the business world has his own business for on so many levels. You need to understand this subject so that you can influence the ideas of other people, influence the way they think in a positive, truthful way. Uh, to think in a survival manner and go towards survival objectives along with you. Well, these days with everything that's happening uh, in the economy, I definitely recommend to all uh, the listeners, specifically my members, learn public relations and use it. Uh, there's a number of articles on it. As I said, Hubbard wrote a whole series on it. There's even a free online course on public relations you can take. Uh, if you want information on that, just... Uh, write me at info at wiseeastus.org and I will direct you to the link. But there is a free course on public relations, not a bad one. It's very short, but very helpful. And uh, if every one of the listeners here were to use public relations to start guiding uh, their, themselves, their employees, 
their customers, their friends, their associates, their neighborhoods uh, into survival uh, direction, objectives. I think things would start to chill out a little bit, don't you? And as a matter of fact, I'm getting quite a few emails from my members who are doing just that. They've gotten, they've opened up their lines for people to call if they need anything. Uh, you know, they've sent emails out to their customers saying, you know, we're here for you if you need us. They've gotten involved with local food banks. They've gotten involved with uh, helping distribute, uh, um, you know, toilet paper and paper towel and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, hooking up with local People are trying to make a difference and you go, well, um, I don't know if that's going to do my business any good. Trust me, change the idea of people in your community that you are truly a caring individual, that you uh, letting your, your customers know how much you truly care and, and you know, make sure it's sincere. Remember, effective cause well demonstrated. Be truthful. If you don't, uh, if you don't love your customers, I would recommend getting over it before you start using PR. And uh, be truthful and uh, be helpful. Be part of the solution to what's going on right now. And uh, study this subject. And I think you'll come out the other end. First of all, it will immediately impact your production for sure. And also because outflow always begets inflow. We covered that earlier. But also when this is uh, starts to come under control, you will have been part of that solution. And I think you will find you will boom and thrive uh, even more after that's done, after you can get into full operation again. One last datum from 12 September 1988 R, just I guess a teaser for when we start talking about marketing. It's, he says here in this article, the general rule is publicity first, advertising second, PR plants the seed, advertising harvests the crop. The truth is advertising cannot start a fire it can only fan a fire after it has been started. To get something going from nothing, you need the validity that third-party endorsements bring. That's your local community saying, what a, I was going to use a bad word there. I don't know how bad it is. Badass. You are. You need the validity that third-party endorsements bring. So the first stage of any new campaign ought to be public relations. So, hey, when a motion comes in, use and win. Take this opportunity to learn public relations well and roll with it. Well, I look forward to talking to you on Monday, our regularly scheduled episode, where I will be talking more about marketing. But I hope this has been helpful to you on the subject of public relations and that you use it. Please don't forget to send us your feedback. We always enjoy reading them. And talk to you soon.